This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Tommy Crash from Leviathan Project, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. How you doing, man? Where are you at? I am in Orlando, Florida, in oh, my nice. closet where I recorded this album. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, it's a, it's a it's a walk-in closet. If I put my hands out, I'll touch the walls. Get a lot of recording in there. Uh, that's where I do it all. Yeah, that's the ISO booth. Uh, that's that's everything, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's where all the magic happens, huh? Yeah, I think uh, I think Tim has like a dedicated room in his house where he does the vocals, and you know that's right. how we all do it. Excellent. Well, let's just jump right in. So, where did the idea for Leviathan? come about and how did uh you guys all put it together because you spread apart uh, pretty far right yeah we're all over the map uh like i said i'm in orlando florida the idea came with just me uh in my studio kind of dicking around with some guitar sounds mm-hmm. and um i came up with the song leviathan and uh, i had no intention of doing anything with it uh i talked to one of my friends uh chris aiken um who's on the classic metal show and i said hey you, you got any ideas of singers who might want to do this and he said uh, why don't you call ripper and i'm like okay i never really thought about that i was I actually had a other couple other guys in mind but uh uh i just happened to be talking to chris one day and 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 then once tim did it i got bobby from death involved right um, well he's a florida guy too right yeah he's in, he's on the other side of orlando so right. he actually never came here to record um so anyway, we put the first song Leviathan together. It sounded so good that we're like, well, why don't we do a second one? And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I uh, was initially looking at shopping the EP, uh, you know, to some labels. And I got in touch with uh, Chipper Jerry, who I had worked with yeah. God, back in the early 90s to, through a Britney Fox connection. And, uh, yeah. and he helped us, uh, you know, find some labels that might be a good fit. So here we are. <laughs> and here you are. So I'm going to just sidetrack for a second. Old Britney Fox fan actually saw you guys a bunch of times. I think you guys opened for Poison. I think I saw you once or twice on some run okay. through, up, through upstate New York or somewhere. Yeah, that would have been the uh, probably the original lineup, I believe, of Britney Fox. I, I came in in 2007 and, oh, okay. and worked, worked with them for about a year. I did some recording and we did a, a tour and, uh, you know. I always tried to get something kicking off over the past few years, but it just never works out with those guys. Yeah. So getting back to Leviathan, was all of this was done by remotely then? So did, or did you guys ever end up getting into a studio together? Uh, no, the only one I played with was a, a, a local drummer who helped us out on that. But uh, no, even though Bobby lives in Orlando, the lead guitar player, um, never saw him during the process for this. Uh, Matt, our bass player and kind of co co writer that helps out on a lot of stuff. He's up in Pennsylvania and uh, Rippers in Ohio. Right. So was that originally the plan, or was that just something that came about because of the pandemic? Uh, no, that was uh, like I said before. There was no plan for this thing. It just kind of happened. Um, so uh, the good thing about recording 
now is that you know you can be anywhere anywhere you want if had we been in the same room it would have been completely different completely different because i spent oh you good hey hey uh now it's not showing showing me to you uh i can continue and just throw a picture in from here if you want um oh there we go oh you're back hey all right dude i i'm gonna just have to hold this thing then if that's cool with you yeah that's fine i won't keep it too long that's because i don't want to make you that's fine okay um so so where were we as far as the recording i think yeah all together you guys are spread apart we covered that yeah I, i think it's where we were yeah so um so i i would send out the initial uh tracks to everybody and they would you know do their parts and they'd email me uh, or dropbox me their stuff and i would put it in and mix it and uh you know it worked really good so for instance when tim sent me his stuff uh i I didn't have to go back and say hey can you change this or or try this uh because matt and i had already sent him guide vocals for most of the songs so he Mm kind of had a good idea what he was doing uh, one of the songs called It's Their World, he he wrote that one with us, but I sent him the music and he came up with the melody and lyrics remotely. So okay. it worked good. That's perfect. So yeah. I, got a, I have a question for you. I'm all about nostalgia and all about old school, but why cassette? Um, well, originally the label wanted to just do uh, two digital EPs and then in August or somewhere around there, and we're going to do a CD, the full CD. We'll put it out. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm an old school guy and the idea of putting out our first EP digital, it just seemed boring to me. I agree. Um, yeah, it seemed, seemed kind of boring. So I, I suggested, how about cassette? Because, you know, vinyl's a fortune, especially for a band that nobody's ever heard of. All right. Um, cassette was inexpensive and it's cool. And it, it's a, it's a conversation point for, for us. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm just, I was just trying to think about what I thought about cassettes before, we, uh, <laughs> before I did this, because I mean, I have millions of them, but I don't even think I have a player anymore. Uh, you know, and we talked about that, um, the label and I, and we're like, well, Hey, it's, you know, metal people like stuff, you know, oh, we yeah. like collecting stuff. Absolutely. And we're like, well, hey, if uh, half the people don't have cassette players, it's a cool thing to put on their shelf. And, you know, if they see us play ever or see one of us play, they can get it signed. And, you know, oh, yeah. it's 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 cheap, too. It's 10 bucks for it. So uh, I still haven't got my copy yet. So I'm going <laughs> to see how they came out. Um, so you do all the writing and, and that kind of stuff. Are you doing all the mixing and production as well? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's all me. Like I said, Matt, uh, our bass player, a good friend of mine, he. He helps, uh, you know, I'll usually send him a song with the chorus done and like a verse and I'll be like, hey, man, put your stamp on it. And he's a great singer. Mm-hmm. So he actually, like I said, he'll he'll provide Tim with some guide vocals right. and uh, and we do it that way. But, yeah, pretty much it's it's me. I do the website. I came up with the logo. I make the lyric videos. It's you know, it's 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 my thing, you know, right. pretty much. With that being said, then, is there something you want your listeners or your fans to take away from after listening to a Leviathan record or even the singles? Hey, man, if I can get them to put their headphones on for four minutes and listen to one song, that's all I ask. <laughs> I, I think if you do that, you'll be hooked. <laughs> I think it's crazy. You just tapped on it, but I think it's crazy how the music business has changed in the, you know, in the years we've been in it because 
you're talking about just a four minute single in the old days. You, I looked forward to the album and the artwork and the liner notes. And I mean, I consumed every bit of that. And now it's like people like my son's age, they want one song and they're on their way. Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's why I think the, the label had come up with the idea of doing uh, one digital EP and then another digital EP a month apart and then the full album because we're, we're all looking for something different. How do we get your interest? It's right. very hard. You know, it's, it's hard for myself. I mean, I bought a CD a couple days ago and I've yet to sit down and listen to the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess the music business has to advance and reinvent itself as we go especially with this whole thing we've all been dealing with for the last year and a half or whatever but i'm just curious to see where it ends up because i know a lot of people are doing like that one single every month or every six weeks and you know the video that goes with it as opposed to just a whole big package yeah and, and i mean i'm kind of torn on that for instance you know the kk's priest thing is coming out which right. you know i'm a big fan and it's like they did the one song they put out and it seems like forever to get the next song. And then we got to wait till August to get the full right. CD. And yeah, an old guy like you and I, we're like, all right, this thing will give it, give me the album a month later. Cause I, you know, that's, I want to hear it. Right. A, exactly. Yeah. And, and if not, we're going to start looking for the torrent of it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that thing. Did you ever imagine that like Lars Ulrich back in, in the Napster days would better almost prophetic. He nailed this crap right on the head. Yeah, yeah, I think he probably got lucky, but uh, yeah, it's, he took it's a lot of shit then. for it. But yeah, he took a lot of shit for it back then. But he was sort of right. Yeah, he's definitely right. Yeah, it's changed yeah, I, everything. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it or see it from my limited, uh, you know, experience. But he was totally on the on the money, and it's funny how everything has changed out. Yeah, definitely. What are you guys planning? On, are you planning on doing any sort of? I guess when the world opens fully, any sort of live version of this and taking it out anyway? um yeah i get asked that all the time and um ideally I, I think if we ever did anything it'd be a show or two maybe a festival um you know everyone's got their own their own deal you know bobby's a guitar teacher at a college level and has a lot of good gigs in town uh you know ripper's getting ready to do kk's priest and that's his main thing right. um so you know if if this got some interest and in someone with the you know, the money to actually pay to get us together and go over somewhere. I wouldn't be against it. Absolutely. You know, but as far as getting in a van and touring across the United States, I, I don't want to do that. Too old. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, that you're too I'm, old, but I'm just thinking about myself. There's no way I could think about doing that. No. And I, I did that. I guess I was in my thirties when I did the Britney Fox tour and it was like a great big church van we toured in and we went from Maine to, to Seattle, to California, and back to Ohio. And it was, a. Uh, I think uh, I slept on the floor in the van. I, I swapped with the uh, one of our roadies. We swapped the front position on the floor <laughs> above the uh, the engine or radiator or whatever right. where it was hot. I couldn't yeah, imagine was, doing that at this age now. No way. No, I mean, if I if I was single and didn't have kids and younger, yeah, I'd try it again. But um, My body yeah, wouldn't hold think, it. Nah, no one's going to do that. Um, so Solar Storm is the new single. What do you have? Are you releasing another one after that? Is it too early? Um, no, actually, we will uh, probably midweek. We're going to put out another lyric video because on early July, I think, is when the next EP is going to come out. Um, you know, so we kind of got to, you know, keep on hitting you this month with with a couple other songs. 
Uh, and then, like I said, in August, I believe the full CD w- will be out with all with everything and other maybe some new songs. We're going to have uh, the demos of a couple songs where Matt actually sang. So you get to hear what the songs sound oh, cool. like before Ripper got them. And uh, right. you know, Matt's got a really cool voice. He's more he's more in the vein of Don Dawkin or uh, Lou Graham. Yeah. Okay. So it's really interesting to see how Tim interpreted that. If you listen to the two songs, because. You know, we got we got kind of stuck on the demos. We loved them, and we're like, man, I don't know how Tim's going to do anything with this. And of course, he's that's what he does. He's right. awesome. That's his yeah. thing. What has been the reaction from uh, from the metal fans? Because this is sort of like a you know a super group of sorts. Um, but, I mean, it's it's only been out a, a week and a couple of days. I mean, I haven't had any bad reactions to it. Um, I mean, again, you got Bobby on guitar, amazing guitar player. Right, that's what you I'm got, saying. It's... Yeah, you got Ripper and their tight four-minute songs. Um, you know, so everyone seems to to dig it. I like that you went back to the, with all these different genres of music now, you went back to the classic metal sound, I guess you would call it. Yeah, and when I was writing that first song, Leviathan, in my closet, I, that's just what came out. That's what I write. Uh, I was inspired guitar tone-wise by the thrash stuff from the 80s. I was trying to nail that guitar tone, which had shifted completely since then. <laughs> but um, I can't play I can't play thrash. My right hand doesn't move that fast. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So if I tried to do it, it would be stupid. So, yeah, I'm, I'm more rooted in, you know, just classic hard rock is, is what i play right which i mean it comes across there a lot is there anything i've uh, missed that you want to cover i think i've gone through my list of questions no i mean like I'd, I'd said the big thing is give it four minutes and listen to a song um you know support it we're selling t-shirts and cassettes right um and you know uh hit us up on facebook you know communicate with us stay in touch you know, I love talking to fans and everyone. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah, yeah, these, day, these days, social media is the way to stay uh, relevant, I think. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so no, that, that's all I got, man. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. You got it. Good luck with the record and stay safe. Yeah, keep in touch, right. buddy. we Will do. See ya. All right, bye. bye. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.